Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter, the number one podcast for the number one crowdfunding platform, Kickstarter. Now, here's your host, Richard Bliss. Welcome to the show. I'm the co-host today, Richard Bliss, because I'm joined by my other co-host... Jamie Stegmaier of Stonemaier Games. Jamie, it's always a pleasure to be with you, uh, to come together. Like I always say, best fan mail we get is when uh, we get together and kind of do the Jamie and Richard show. So I'm always thrilled to have you on the show. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Richard. And, and I'm actually happy to, uh, to announce to you and everyone that I feel like I was, I was really wrong about something that you and I discussed recently, and you were really right. And so I wanted to bring that up on a show. Um, Oh, sorry. That was me falling off my chair. <laughs> you were that stunned. <laughs> but it, well, you you were wrong about something. Yeah. So so we were talking. I'm not sure if it was live on a podcast or if it was before a podcast we recorded about a month ago. But we were talking about the idea of goodwill on Kickstarter. That backers might back a project just out of goodwill or because they really like someone or they like the content they're producing. Do you remember yeah. chatting about that? Yeah, we did. We talked about just this kind of, uh, if you're putting a campaign together, is somebody going to support you just because they like you? Or is there a, a material good or something that deliverable that you have to give afterwards? Exactly. And I, my, my theory was, sure, it's great if you build up goodwill and um, like what you've done and what I've tried to do through my Kickstarter blog of, of building up this body of content. But when it comes down to it on Kickstarter, my theory was that People really just want to get something for their money. They want to get their money's worth. And I've been thinking about that and talking to you and looking at a – there's a campaign running right now called uh, Rado Runs Through Season 3. Um, Rado is a, a game uh, reviewer and a guy who uh, teaches people how to play games on, on uh, YouTube. And it made me realize that I think I was wrong about that statement. So I wanted to delve into that today, especially since you're thinking about running a Kickstarter for your own podcast in the near future. Right, and it's something, yeah, I, I have been. I've talked about it a little bit on the show. I did one a couple of years ago, um, but that was under very different circumstances. And, and Rada, how do you spell that? Rado, it's R-A-H-D-O. Okay, and he does, what is it that he does? He does, uh, he does a series of YouTube videos. Usually he does three per game. The first one is about 30 minutes and it runs through how to play a game. The second one is uh, a, a more intense uh, run through of a game. It's usually a little longer. And then he does a third follow-up video to sh tell you what he thinks about the game. Um, and Rado does a lot of these videos. I would say he comes out with maybe even three or four a week. He films them from Malta, and a lot of his videos, his personality comes through in the videos. So I think people end up liking, liking him just as much as they like the content. Malta, the the country in the Malta, middle of, the country yeah. in the middle of the Mediterranean. Yeah, Rado's retired out there with his wife. Um, I think he used to work in California, somewhere in the states, on video game design. Okay, uh, and these are board game reviews that he does. These are board game reviews. Yeah, and I I've kind of followed them for a while. Back in the fall, I ran a uh, kind of a charity auction where I let bloggers choose a charity, and I would I would auction off a copy of uh, of Viticulture. And Rado was uh, out of like some very acclaimed, well known reviewers. He was by far the most popular, so he's pretty well known. Okay. He's built up a good good audience, a good fan base. And so, and, go uh, ahead. Well, I was going to say his Kickstarter right now, he has a funding goal of $4,000, and he's at just over 16000 right now. Um, and really, he's not – I mean, his his rewards, he's not really giving away that much stuff. He's just 
basically trying to raise money for another year of his his uh, Rado runs through video series. Just trying to make more content. And interesting because yeah, as I've talked to fans, um, you guys who are listening to Jamie and I discuss right now, the one thing you've told me, fans, is of everything I could give you, you just want more. And I don't say that sounds that sounds bad. Um, you you want more. It's the content that Jamie and I are sharing, not necessarily whatever I could give you. You know, if I could get you a copy of a game or a copy of a CD or something, it's just more content, more guests, more content, and uh, that's encouraging for me because I got to admit it's tough to sit and say, okay, I'm going to do a Kickstarter campaign, yet I don't feel like I have anything to offer. Right. And I think in the past when we've talked about this, I've kind of recommended, okay, maybe you should put your content in a book or on a CD or something like that. And I'm starting to think with the audience that you've built up and the way that people reach out to you and actively want to help you, that maybe if you just figured out how much it costs you to to run your podcast for a year, you can just put that on Kickstarter and help people, let people give people the opportunity to help you achieve that and reach that goal. All right, I'm going to pretend that there aren't thousands of people listening to you and I talk right now. Okay. <laughs> because it's a little um one of the reasons I talk so passionately about overcoming the fear and just getting out there and doing it is because I suffer from the same thing. It's just like, oh, really? You know, if I put it out there. So I'm just going to pretend it's just you and I talking, my therapist, sure. and that way I don't have to pretend that there's thousands of people sitting over there on the corner listen, <laughs> listening right now. So one of the biggest challenges is, is like, okay, what happens if I commit to this and I, 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 I fail in delivering and living up to the expectations of all these people who have come to rely on this show and the content that's being created? What happens if I can't live up to that expectation? Um, that's one of the fears that I have. Uh, that this is, I've been doing this as because I love to do it. And now right. if I ask people to give me money to keep doing it, uh, I'm, 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 I'm afraid of letting them down. Where, where does that fear come from? Yeah, well, how much am I paying you to be my therapist? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's an irrational fear. It's an irrational fear that comes from, from whatever the source. It's, it's real, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to have to, I'm going to allow it to stop me, but it still is real. And that's why I feel, I feel the same thing that everybody does who gets ready to put their Kickstarter campaign up there. I know exactly how you feel when you get ready to put it up there and you're just wondering, is anybody really going to step up and reward? And, and because everybody's watching and who is everybody? Well, it doesn't matter in your mind. It's the whole world. Um, and so that fear is, uh, can be very debilitating, debilitating. Yeah. It can just, it can paralyze you. And so in this case with my, podcast because I don't have something tangible that I can point to and say, look, I made this. And because I made this, these people are, are giving me money because I made this. And in this case, what I made was an environment where you and I can come together and talk and share ideas and, and help people learn stuff. But it's not something I'm comfortable. It's just not something I'm comfortable with. And so that's one thing I'm trying to overcome. And, and one of the things is, well, what do I offer as a reward? What do I offer as um, a way to give back to people who want to give me funding for this project. And, right. and you know what's ironic is I have talked to a lot of people about this who have started to step forward because I've overcome the fear of talking about this to start just talking about here on the show to other people. And one gentleman came to me and said, 
He is so feels so indebted about what I have given already that he's trying to put the balance back. He wants to fund the show, not because of what I will give into the future, but so that he can pay back for what has been given in the past. And I'm sure you've, you've probably had other people reach out, maybe not even financially, but because they want to maybe help your content or, or add, like you're doing the, the voice introductions to your show. People are reaching out to, to help you in those ways too. That's right. Um, we've had, as people who have listened, we've had a series of these um, introductions because I reached out and said, hey, I'd like to have one if, if the fans would like to participate. And we've had um, quite a few. The one t- today is from Dennis Duty, who's uh, been very generous um, like several of the other ones, to to give their talent. John Coview, who um, has created an ebook, the five you know f- five killer mistakes of your Kickstarter campaign, that's on my website, richardabliss.com, where you know it's an opportunity. He stepped up and did a tremendous amount of work that I think we're all going to benefit from. And this is some way to kind of give back to that as, as fans have started to step up and pay money for something that technically they could get free just by listening. And so it's been. It's been a very interesting journey because um, it's just so non-traditional, right? It's so non-traditional from just the way that we are ground into our heads, the way that commerce is supposed to work. You give me money, I give you something. And this whole public radio sponsorship thing is very difficult to – on the receiving end, which is is ironic. It's just very hard for me to ask – for help from the fans when the, when everybody's been so willing and so generous in giving whatever that is that they can give. Well, I think part of the key word there is that you do, whether or not you want to admit it, you do have fans. Now you have a lot of people who listen to your podcast. Um, you've taken the time to build up that audience. Now for other project creators, um, when I say that because I'm, you know, I'm starting to change my philosophy where I think that the goodwill from those fans will help your Kickstarter. Like they, they'll want to support your Kickstarter. I'll be there as a backer too. I'm, I'm a fan of the show. Um, do other project creators, do they, do they have that too? Like can, can, can anyone listening to this put their passion project on Kickstarter and expect that goodwill from people will carry the project? Um, uh... I was about to answer until you added that last piece, carry, <laughs> carry the project. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's goodwill when my Kickstarter goes live. I don't think it'll be goodwill that'll carry the project. I think it'll be the quality of what I'm delivering. That's a good point. Right? Yeah. Uh, but will it be goodwill that causes people to put value in what I'm giving? And, and and in your case, uh, you just had your project um, in Tuscany, which did very well. But if somebody doesn't play board games, the chances that you're going to get significant amount of funding from that person is going to be minimum, right? It is minimum. Um, why don't you keep talking for a second? I'll give you some data on that. Okay. And so in my case, um, I am the fans, you guys who are listening to me, you're the ones that I'm reaching out to saying – I would like to keep doing this. I love to do this show. I love what the just the environment that's been built up, the fact that we as gamers, which is mostly the focus, we're way out in front of this and that you helped me, you know, makes it exciting for me. Um, I am asking then that you that you show your financial support like and Jamie just said as soon as he comes back here with the data, we're going to say okay. 
What would I do with the money? You know, that's also one of the toughest things is what am I going to do with the money? If, if, you're, if you've got a widget or a book or a CD, then it's easy. But I've got a show. And so what would I give for you? I, what are some things? I'd love to hear from you. So always contact me. Contact me on Twitter. Email rbliss at blisscorp.com is probably the easiest one. I have several emails, but that's the one I pay attention to. Not that I don't pay attention to the other ones. But let me know. Let me know what you think would be a good pledge level. And what I'm going to do, as soon as it's starting to be built, I'm going to send you, my fans, the link at richardabliss.com on my website. And I'm going to ask for your feedback to that preview link. Tell me if we got it right, what should be in there. And here's some things I'm thinking about. For example, um, you know, some people want to be a guest on the show. Some people want to have a product or a project advertised on the show. And, and I like that. You've heard some of my little advertisements. Some people have done that in the past. They're not too intrusive. Um, the ability to do a workshop. If you're in the San Francisco Bay Area where I'm at, to come and participate in a, in a workshop. To do some monthly webinars where you get a chance to actually do some Q&A uh, live with uh, a panel of experts or myself or Jamie, whoever it might be. Um, getting a chance to... Stretch goals would be I'd love to take the show on the road to, to bring it to Gen Con, to bring it to some of the cons around there, and then have you come and participate as a fan, as a backer, as a, as a supporter. So those are some of the things. Um, how much would it cost? You know what I want to do with the money? I'll tell you what I want to do with the money. I want to have this be a daily show. That's my ultimate goal. Every day when you get in your car or you get it, whatever, you turn on your iPod or your iPhone or whatever – you get to hear the show every day. That's my goal. I don't think I can do it this year. It takes a lot of time, and the most time that it takes is actually the, 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 the technical stuff on the back end. And that's what I think I need some money for is to make it – you've heard me talk about the three Ps, predictable, persistent presence. The predictable part is the part you guys are yelling at me for. Richard, give us more content. And so that's what I would work on. So there, I kind of get excited about the fact that if I had the funds to go bring in expertise to turn this in actually into a real show. Um, so there you go. Jamie, are you back with us? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Um, and I think something important that you've touched upon, and I'm glad you've distinguished this, that that maybe it isn't so much about goodwill. I mean, I think you have built up a lot of goodwill, but it's that you've demonstrated uh, that you are willing to bring Con, uh, valuable, invaluable content to people on a regular basis, and you've you've built up that clout over over the course of several years, right? Um, and so I think there are probably listeners right now who are are you know wondering how they can do that too, and and I I think that's a great question for them to ask themselves. I hope I hope other creators are asking themselves, how can I add value to other people? And very seldom um, yeah. can it be shortchanged. Uh, that's the right. right. You've been doing this for a while now with your your blogs that are in, incredibly valuable to everybody who reads them. Right, raving reviews about the content that you put out there. This show, um, but somebody also told me that if I had come to them and say I want to do a podcast about this topic, will you fund me? They wouldn't have paid attention. Right. But part of it is, is that I have been doing this podcast for the last two and a half years, nearly 200 episodes, and I'd like to make it better. Will you help me? Is a whole different conversation. Absolutely. I'm guessing there are some people that might listen to this and think, okay, well, Richard has his Kickstarter podcast. Jamie writes about Kickstarter. So what, what, what can type I of content? Yeah, what can I do? What can I add new? And usually I tell people, I tell people two things about blogging in particular. One, blog what you're passionate and excited about. Um, to 
just start it. Just try to try try to write something, and you'll probably discover what you're actually excited to write about. And, and maybe three, like kind of pay attention to what people say about it, what how people are engaging in it. They might be you. You might see a lot of hits on one entry that you didn't think was interesting at all, but people really got into it, and there, it was something new and interesting to them. Do you have anything to add to that? What how people can figure out what they can create to add value? Well, we've just introduced a whole other fear factor. Um, yeah. There was the fear to go out and ask for money. Now we're asking people to, oh, before you go and, and, and ask for money, we're going to ask you to put your written word out there for people to, to judge through paying attention, paying right. attention, right? And so uh, I'm going to second what you're saying. I had to do it. I ter- I'm terrible at blogging. That's why I do the podcast. I write on Forbes now on a regular basis. I do a lot of ghost writing. Um, if, if you're uncomfortable just putting your own voice out there, Find some some way to, you know, maybe you put other people's content out there. You go to somebody and say, "Can I use your content on my on my blog?" And maybe mm-hmm. that's how you start. But the point is, you start something that starts generating value to fans, giving into the community that you're going to ask for. Ultimately, if you're in the comic book, give to the comic book industry, um, right. and that your talent, your insights, your time, anything, so that you can start to build up that goodwill. So that's what I would say is that they don't have to sit down and write. You're a very good writer, Jamie, and it's intimidating for somebody to look at your writing and say, "Oh yeah, it's easy for him to say that. I can never get close to what he does." But you've been writing for a long time, right? Yeah, and well, and, and writing uh, a blog entry is very different than writing you know, an essay in school or a book or even a con- – like one thing that people could do uh, if you if you don't want to have a commitment like a, a podcast or a blog is just to be a little bit more active in forums or on comments or on on the Kickstarter comments section on Board Game Geek comments just to be kind of a more active member there. That's that incredible. adds value. Oh, it does. Um, and it's hard for me sometimes to drill into somebody the importance of simply commenting on other people's blog posts. Yeah. That yeah. – uh, uh, I always say a comment is worth a thousand page views. If you can get one person to take the time to sit and then also I'm going to argue, get rid of your handle, get rid of your, uh, crazy elf X one three. Okay. That does you no good. Right. Use your name, use your name and get out there and go out on real forums. Um, you know, there are all kinds of forums out there. I always encourage people when I write on Forbes to come comment on my Forbes articles with your real name, because that gets indexed. Google picks that up. People start to see that, and it gives weight to your opinion so that when the time comes for you to ask, yeah. So that's a great start. Just become active somehow by contributing, and then use make sure your name is associated with that contribution. Yeah. All right. Now, I know we're out of time, but let me, can I mention the data real quick because it might uh-huh. be interesting? Yeah. Um, so I did a poll during the Tuscany campaign asking backers, what did I ask? I said, as a Tuscany backer, what is your previous experience with Stonemaier Games? And one of the options was, I read the Kickstarter Lessons blog or have sought Jamie's advice in the past. Because I was kind of curious, like, were there any people who didn't have our games, maybe even didn't care about games, but just backed Tuscany because they liked the content? Um, And it isn't a huge number, but they're... I had about a third of backers respond, and 69 people chose that option. So if you extrapolate that, you know it's around around 200 people out of all my total backers um, have some contact with the blog and came to the project through that. So that's pretty significant. You know, 200 people who only read the blog and that's why they back Tuscany. 
Right. They hadn't backed the previous projects. Is that what they're saying? They had not they had, ba- Right. They hadn't backed Viticulture or Euphoria. All, their only contact with me was through the blog or maybe we had emailed about their campaign. Yeah. I mean, that's pre- so, that is pretty significant. Yeah. So I think that's I think that kind of supports what we're talking about here, that building up that content and that that goodwill can can perhaps result in success. And I, I look forward to your Kickstarter and seeing how how uh, <laughs> how people respond to that. Well, all right. I'm nervous and I get to be nervous and I just want to make sure everybody understands. Even I'm nervous. So right. and speaking of Tuscany, next time we have you on, we're going to talk about the success of that campaign, aren't we? Cool. I'd love to chat about it. Yeah. All right. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss, my co-host. Jamie Stegmeyer. Of Stonemeyer Games. Uh, hopefully you've heard something inspiring. I'm always inspired when I talk to Jamie. Thank you all for listening. We will catch you next time on our next episode. Take care. <laughs>